Hello everyone, I'm your host, George Goodwin, a fourth generation grocer and co-founder. Welcome to Grocery Pulse, where we transform the world of retail and grocery one cart at a time. The podcast is brought to you by Retail Metrics, a cutting edge software created by grocers for grocers, with one goal in mind, to enable your success. At Grocery Pulse, we're not just about grocery store insight. We're all about improving your operations. Get ready for some enlightening conversations with industry experts that will fine-tune your grocery game. Hey everyone, it's George with Retail Metrics and Grocery Pulse. Just looking forward to another episode for our podcast, kind of talking about the evolution of grocery shopping, kind of the health spectrum. So I'm here with uh, my good friend uh, Galen with Green Choice. I'd love for you to introduce yourself to the audience. Sure, George. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about the shifting landscape to to health conscious consumption and how grocers can work with it and enable it. I'm Galen, as you mentioned. I'm the CEO and founder of Green Choice. We help independent grocers offer their customers a personalized healthy shopping experience in just a matter of a month without any engineers, without data scientists, without a team of consultants. Very cool. And so can you kind of break that down, what that is and like how that came to about? What's that like short story that inspired you to become this entrepreneur in the spectrum for the independent grocer and then even for the consumer? It started with the consumer, but I think before I speak to the story, just to anchor what I'm talking about, so we're all on the same page, Green Choice, we really work with derived product attributes, focusing specifically on health, wellness, and sustainability. And so we have assembled a large database of products that we have analyzed across 100 plus different regulatory compliant dietary wellness and values attributes as well as health and sustainability ratings. And this information can be used to power really special personalized shopping experience for a customer, whether they're in-store or online. Think online, I can filter by my preferences to say I'm vegan, I want high protein food that's minimally processed and immediately see the products in your store that match. Think in-store, I have a QR enabled shelf tag that I can scan to get instant access to information about this product and its health impacts, and even see a nutrition rating or a sustainability rating on the shelf or online that allows me to quickly compare our options and make healthy swaps. So with that as the foundation, how do we get there? Or why am I doing this? It's a fair question. For me, it started when I was a grad student in greater Boston, grocery shopping for myself really for the first time and struggling to find products that met my dietary needs and values. I'm from Southern Vermont in a fairly rural town. My mom was really ahead of her time in thinking about food as medicine. We had a naturopathic doctor and my dad is environmental, was an environmental science professor. He's pretty hardcore like into advocating for little choices matter, whether it's shutting off the lights, whether it's recycling, whether it's the purchases you make. So that's my foundation. And Despite my mom being really conscious, I routinely would we'd go to the co-op whenever we could. We'd go to the conventional store because the co-op was also expensive. And regardless of where we went, it was always a challenge for my mom to be able to shop for me and shop for values because I had multiple food allergies. And back then, it was just as hard as it is now. You know, if you're gluten-free now, you've got options, which is great. But if you got, you know, other intolerances, it's really difficult. 
to find products that that match easily. And so long story short, over a course of like four years, working with our naturopathic doctor kind of took this experimental approach to eliminating and reintroducing these allergens into my diet. And I was able to overcome a lot of those allergens. And it totally kind of shifted my relationship to food and thinking about food's role as, as medicine and how it interacts with our bodies. And so I wasn't, of course, thinking about grocery or any of what Green Choice does at that time. But fast forward like a you know, decade plus later, grad student in the city and pretty disconnected from where my food's coming from. I don't have the local co-op or, or CSA or farm down the road that I can source from. And I'm still thinking about the same things and trying to shop with my allergies and destined to read every ingredient list and trying to decipher claims to find what's healthy and trying to figure out how do I reduce my carbon footprint, but not just cut out meat because I know it's got to be more than just that that I can do. And all those things, I mean, it's a freaking homework assignment for any shopper that cares about these things, right? Or needs to care about these things. So Green Choice basically was born out of that, was to say, this is a big data problem that we can solve. And so we pulled together the experts, the nutrition scientists, the environmental scientists, the data scientists, and kind of got to work building this core IP that allows us to rapidly process uh, products, ingredient profile, nutrient profile, and, and more to understand all those attributes that I described earlier. Yeah, I think that's super awesome. I, I like when you're telling this story, it kind of reminds me of my family scenario my mom was also one of the ones like she got into health and it was actually because of like a family sickness, but it was always a struggle knowing what's behind the label. You don't really know like half the ingredients, you know, they're, they're created. Some of them are artificial flavors and, you know, natural flavors. I think it could be, you know, if it's 1% natural flavor can be anything in an ingredient. And then just knowing what you're eating and how it affects the environment is such a interesting, simple thing that you should be able to do, but we can't, we don't always know what we're doing. I think it's really interesting because you're, you're tapping into two spaces for the consumer. And then, you know, as the independent grocer, the retailer, I'm just curious, how do you, so as a retailer, there's the app, right? And can you kind of break down the app a little bit? And then on the, the grocer, what facilitates for the customer? So maybe those two components, I'm kind of curious I've got to use the app actually already. I tested it out. It's actually really cool. I was really impressed. I remember talking to you about it and I was just like, okay. And then now I downloaded it was in the store. So I'm super excited. And I think I'm also very a health conscious person and I do care about my planet, but as a, someone that doesn't use the app, could you kind of walk us through the grocery store when they download the app? Yeah, I'd love to, but you said something that I got, actually, I think it's, it's worth us noting, right? You said that your mom was, got into health and she was kind of the conduit for your family, right? She Maybe the, the catalyst for your family engaging in it more, but it was triggered by some kind of health issues or chronic illness. And so that story is becoming more and more common. So I think before we talk about Green Choice and the ways it, it can work for the consumer and help the store, it's important we understand why it matters. We establish that baseline, right? Because it can't just be you or I think it's important. There's a huge shift happening in this country, right? Yeah. More than half of adult Americans have a chronic illness. Over 70% are overweight. And we all know somebody that is dealing with one of these chronic illnesses that can't do the things they want to do, can't go the places they want to go, can't 
be active or have the energy that they desire. Know somebody with chronic inflammation or arthritis that, that just would love to go on that walk or that, that hike with you, but can't, right? Or is really stricken to a chair because of, of their obesity. And I think we all have those relationships and more and more of us are starting to see that and ask ourselves, God, is that what I want for myself? And more and more of the people that are in those spots are saying, is this really how it has to be? Or a doctor is telling them you got to change. And so each one of these stories, yeah, it's all personal, but there's a common thread there. And there's a, a desire, a hunger that I think we're seeing to know what can we do? And food is this beautifully preventative care and medicine for our bodies. It can be. It can also be the exact opposite. And so more and more, I think, consumers are starting to get, get just slightly educated because they're seeing the problems, the implications of not being educated and asking what's in my food or starting to understand, gosh, a highly processed diet leads to chronic inflammation and obesity. Okay. How do I eat a less processed diet? Yeah. And, you know, it's easy to oversimplify and say, well, there's people that are going to shop produce and shop the perimeter. And then there's people that won't. And it's just that binary. That's not the case, right? There's plenty of people that are budget constrained, that are shopping convenience, that are shopping center store, that are still wanting to eat less processed food. They're still wanting to make more conscious decisions. And so as a grocer, you're in a very unique position to be their companion. And this is something that we talk about with our customers, right? Is the brand has a very clear incentive to sell your product. And more and more brands, they're doing good things. There's still a lot of noise though, right? Average grocery store, 40,000 SKUs, maybe a smaller format, 10,000 SKUs. You go into any aisle, cereal aisle, you got hundreds of choices, right? So as a grocer, you can really facilitate a journey for your customer that isn't just about like putting in front of them or getting them to buy what they bought last week, but actually helping them like achieve some of these bigger goals and guiding them to other products in your store that further their, their mission and their desires around health, around well-being, around being the best person they can be. And a note on that is when health conscious shoppers are more valuable, right? They are more loyal yeah, and they will spend more, right? I mean, there was a period of time you're a founder. So you, I think you can relate to this or maybe you'll appreciate this. There was a period of time for me where I went a couple of years, basically the early days of Green Choice didn't take any salary from the company, wasn't making any money. I was couch surfing, living with family, whatever I needed to do to get the thing going. It was a challenging time. I could not afford rent. I was spending very little money. I would still go and spend, I would never, I literally would never look at price when I go in the grocery store. So, that was my one area I was totally unwilling to compromise. And I see this more and more with shoppers and, and young, especially younger shoppers, but really just educated shoppers. It, it crosses. It's not about a demographic. It's about a psychographic mentality, which is this is core to, to my well-being, to my existence in the world, to how I want to feel. And so I can compromise on a lot of things, but I'm not going to compromise on my diet. And if you're able to foster and educate your customers into that place of being, think that's a very clear win for you as a grocer. Yeah. And that relationship with that consumer is so much more, you're really uplifting your community. You're bringing, you know, health to their lives. And mm -hmm. that's so beautiful that not a lot of people can do. And I kind of just wanted to throw in a little bit. So my family, 
as grocers. Uh, we had the first all organic grocery store in Southern California. And so that awesome. was one of the biggest things that influenced my life where it's like, I go into a grocery store and uh, I very similar to Glenn, I don't look at the price tags. And if I am, which I'm currently am, I'm still buying organic. And it's crazy how marketing or just not even knowing the difference. But luckily, like my background from my family, I've been able a little bit more educated, but using the app is super cool. But like organic eggs might be $5.99, but there'll be some like beautiful package. It'll say free range and it'll be $7.99. And it's not organic, but you can still make those decisions based off organic food. Usually there'll still be a price substitute where it's like organic orange juice, still $4.99 versus, you know, there might be a pasteurized free one that might be like $8.99, but you could still get an organic orange juice with no pesticides, herbicides, sewage sludge, genetically modified organisms, which is going to pres- be in, in you know the soil or, or the process of the plant. So I think that it's really making those decisions, but I'm constantly on the look when I shop. And so I think that's a, that's a nice point to bring out, bringing that cautious shopper to your store and building that relationship with them. Even yeah. in the store, we realized it was the very similar, you know, I think yesterday, California just banned 20 different type of chemicals that are in the American food because it's causing cancer. Mm-hmm. And nowadays it's like a common theme, like everything causing cancer or, or, you know, like this thought process, Japan just banned, I think like 20 brands or something like that also from importing into Japan because it's cause of cancer. And so we're, we're becoming more health conscious and it's in us. I think people want to, they just don't know how. I think one thing I wanted to kind of bring yeah. in elevating like this, this grocery shopping habit, what would be your overall like mission? What would you want someone to go in and come away with when they use your app? Right. So for a consumer or for a shopper, for people that don't own grocery stores. Yeah, I think um, say if you can have a statement for both, that'd be awesome. I think for us in the the grocery space, it was we end up becoming their source of education, cleanliest store, best customer service, and um, our employees were become uh, health knowledge based. So it's like we end up having to educate. We opened our store during the recession of two thousand eight. I think uh, in 2008, Progressive Grocery said we were the store of the year. And then Whole Foods made a claim and said we would be out of business within six months. Luckily, we're still here. But, you know, our whole community is so, so much healthier. And even the nearby stores started bringing in organic. But um, what was kind of like your footprint for the consumer? And then, you know, you hope even the grocer, is it just so that they become healthier or? Okay, so for the consumer, right? We started Green Choice to help foster a healthier, more just and sustainable world. That was core, that's mission statement embedded within our, we actually incorporated business as a public benefit company so that we could, we are for-profit business, but we can retain our values and um, prioritize that public benefit while we build a profitable business. So when it comes to the consumer, you know, I probably got a little over my skis when I said I didn't look at price during that period of time, those couple of years, I did. I would look at price, but I would frequently buy the products that I felt were healthier. And I would use Green Choice to do that. I wasn't in there alone. Making healthy decisions 
or making a shift to a healthy diet can be complex, but making healthy swaps can be very simple, right? And when you're able to see, okay, here's two, um, I don't know, making something with beans and here's like two refried beans and one's got a green score of an 87 and the other's got a green score of a 73. What's this difference about? And you can see that the price is a difference of a couple cents. Like as a shopper, to be able to see that and then make a more informed decision is really empowering. And so I had grain choice with me during that time. So when it comes to the goal, right, for the consumer, it's that it becomes really easy to make healthy choices and shop your dietary needs and values and fundamentally vote with your dollars for your well-being and for the planet's well-being. Because we have tremendous power as consumers to shift supply. You know, brands and the way capitalism works, they respond to our demand. And so, yes, the brands have huge footprints and can feel very corporate and, and, and disconnected from us. But when it comes down to it, they are actively listening and watching these trends and looking for where consumers are investing their energy and what they're avoiding as well. And so it goes both ways. So really about helping the consumer find healthier options, not have to sacrifice their budget doing it, right? Because that's not always the case. That narrative is wrong. Yes, organic comes at a premium and that's been the case, but that premiums come down. When you go outside of that attribute of organic, there's so much power you have to play with as a consumer, even when you decide to purchase organic when you don't, right? Sometimes it matters more. Sometimes there's more pesticide and herbicide residues on the product than others. So making that really, really simple can be very complicated. It doesn't need to be. And so Green Choice is here to make that simple for a shopper so they can make the choice they want to make. The second piece for the retailer is to help them be that companion, as I said earlier, right? So that they get to be the trusted kind of shepherd or companion to the consumer's journey and educate them, but ultimately win in the process. We're long past the days where like doing good is like in a juxtaposition with profitability, right? And that's because consumers are making this shift. So now as a retailer, you've got an opportunity to enable them to do that. And as we already talked about, build a more loyal and um, a higher value customer base. So that's kind of our goals. And um, I think fast forward 10 years, you've got highly, highly educated shoppers who have access to the foods that are good for them, that are good for the planet. And that's the majority of what's on the shelf. I had a, a little funny anecdote. I, I was having a conversation with independent grocer working about five stores. They're conventional with a but with a pretty significant like natural and specialty mix. And, you know, they kind of were playing this thing out in their mind where they're like, okay, so let's see, our shoppers start to make shifts more and more to kind of our, our natural selection. So we then start supplying more of that on the shelf and less of our conventional. And then if that happens, maybe our product mix ends up looking more like a whole foods or a sprouts and less conventional. And now we're competing with them. And they said it like it was a bad thing. And I was like, let's spin this story another way, right? Okay. You're competing right now with conventional, right? You're going to be competing with somebody. This is what capitalism is. But what I just heard you say is that you continue to evolve to serve your customers needs and demands 
and builds greater connection with them by better serving them in the process. I think that's pretty incredible. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I like that little like awe moments like, oh, snap, like, right. And honestly, you're just making the the consumer healthier and you're being that source providing that food. And I think that is one unique thing to be able to do for your community. Indeed. I think we're kind of coming up on time, but is there anything last moment thoughts that you wanted to mention or anything? Or are you, you good? <laughs> I think we're we're good. I I should just say that when it comes to us, the one question you asked me earlier was like, what does this app actually look like? And I'm not going to go into the details of that now. But what I will say is we started with the consumer problem because that was what I was frustrated with. We built an app that has grown to over 100,000 monthly users where shoppers could set in their preferences, scan a product, see if it matches those preferences, see a health and climate rating of that product, and see healthier options available to them in the store. And then we pivoted the business to really focus on taking that experience and making it accessible to an independent grocer so that they can provide this information to their shopper. And so now no app is needed. It can be embedded within the grocer's app. It could be QR enabled, so a shopper never needs to download an app. It could be integrated directly into your e-commerce platform, right? But the key is having it meeting the grocer where they're at and meeting the shopper where they're at. Kroger has opt-up nutrition readings. Ajo Del Hayes has guiding stars. But building your own system, you know, your own food as medicine platform, your own rating system is extremely time-consuming, expensive, and it requires constant maintenance. Those companies are huge. They have large teams dedicated to this. As the independent grocer, whether you're one store or 100 stores, maybe you've got one dietitian if you're lucky, maybe a couple, right? You just don't have those resources or your third-party partner in enabling that kind of experience for shoppers and making sure that you don't get beat out by these large guys that have resources that you don't have. So I just leave it at that. Awesome. Yeah, no, I that's super important to mention. I think it's always teaming up with those key partners and then always thinking, you know, what's out there that can make my consumer more loyal to my company, but also, you know, supporting them in a positive way. I mean, it kind of does a full circle, even um, with whatever the retailer is from whether it's health or even even convention space, conventional food space, yeah. there's still different options when it comes to any brand. Um, so I want to yeah, yeah. So thank, thanks for joining us. Uh, this is kind of like a very insightful journey of empowering, you know, not just a healthier consumer, but also a retailer being healthier. If you would like more information, they could visit greenchoice.co. Greenchoice.co. And with Grocery Pulse, we uh, have our, our podcast one to two episodes a month. So just stay on the look and we're hoping to bring you just inf- insightful industry leaders or just other grocers, which will be the next one will be a grocer. So we're super excited about that. Thank you guys. I will uh, catch in next month. Thank you for tuning in to the episode of Grocery Pulse. I'm your host, George Goodwin, and I hope you enjoyed our insightful discussion. Be sure to explore our weekly blogs and stay tuned for our engaging podcast episodes. Share the grocery love with your fellow retailers and grocers, and don't forget to hit the like, rate, and subscribe button. Together, we'll take the grocery world by storm, one basket cart at a time.